love Lucy. And I'm Diana, and I, you know, like Lucy. And this is My Favorite Redhead, the podcast where I show Diana every I Love Lucy episode in order, and then we discuss them together until she and all of you love Lucy too. This week's episode is number 22, No Children Allowed. I was really excited about this one at first. Just based on the title. Just based on the title, but then it, it oof, took a turn immediately. <laughs> All right, so the episode starts with a clock. It is 2.40 a.m., and this is relevant for a little bit of a gag later on. That's why I mentioned the time. Lucy is bouncing little Ricky, who is screaming his ass off, and I did feel my ovaries just disintegrate. So He's just a little baby. That's the problem. That's why that happened. I know. Yeah. So I I felt the need to defend her, but I knew it wasn't going to go anywhere with you. I did say little Ricky. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm just defending him because babies cry. It's not his fault. That's just such a design flaw. (laughs) That's that's like my biggest problem. Well, that you have a lot of. They're just always wet. They're either wet or they're sticky. It's (laughs) sometimes it's both. And when you ask them why, they just smile, and I don't like that. That's not that's not a good answer. It's not that different than the relationship I have with my cat Mochi. I don't go over to your house very often. <laughs> Though I do love him, but he is a gremlin. <laughs> anyway, so she's rocking him and he when she's sitting in the rocking chair, he goes to sleep, but as soon as she stands up he starts screaming again. And this goes on, there's you know, we do the rule theory with this one. And Ethel comes in to check and the upstairs neighbor, Mrs. Trumbull, is pounding on the floor. And so it's just a whole thing. And then Fred comes in, and I don't know why he's doing this, but the way he walks in, I think he has his hands on his rib cage, but it's a little too high up, and it does look like he's rubbing his titties. And I don't know. I'm like, that's not needed here, Fred. That's, that's not. It's just really weird, and he does it, like, across the floor. And it's like, sir. Anyway, uncomfortable. So he takes little Ricky, and he's doing his little what is it, Mockingbird Whistle, mm-hmm. and it's very cute, and of course the baby goes to sleep immediately, and the Mertzes are just, you know, they're they're very, like, childless friend about it, <laughs> if you're a childless friend, you know what I mean? So then they leave, and um, Lucy goes to bed. Well, here's the gag. Then The next scene, it's 3 a.m. on the dot, right? So this is, like, 20 minutes later. Ricky comes home, and he's very quiet, he's very, like, he looks amazing in that tux, by the way. Mm-hmm. I had to notice. So he comes it's infuriating, in, actually. You know, but sometimes it's a little treat for the audience. Yeah. So he comes in and he's just silent as a mouse, closing the door. And then he fully just walks right into the crib. And then, of course, Ricky starts screaming again. And he's like, oh, for fuck's sake. And <laughs> so Lucy's like, why did you wake him up? And he's like, why is the crib here? And of course, the baby's screaming in the background. And my sensory overload is just like off the charts at this point. Because now Mrs. Trumbull is banging on the floor again. And I just want to set the whole building on fire. Imagine how poor Lucy felt. I, you know, I could see it on her face. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm going to do you a solid. I'm going to go back 70 years in the past and light that building on fire. <laughs> she looked at Ricky like... She wanted to tell him, if it weren't for the laws of this land, you would be dead. The way she looked at him, where, like, the curls on one side of her head were flatter than the curls on the other side of her head, (laughs) and she looked like she was coming apart at the seams, like, bag check for Lucy Ricardo. Like, it was, 
<laughs> I felt it in my soul. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so anyway, so she's like, now you got to put him back to sleep. And he's like, that's not my job, lady. Like, you're the mother. And I was like, straight to jail. Yep. So Lucy's like, well, you should sing to him. And he's like, um, no, I just got home from work. And so she picks I'm him up. I'm sleepy. Yeah. So she <laughs> picks him up and starts singing Rockabye Baby. I, I feel like aggressively off key. I feel like it wasn't just Lucy can't sing and that's the gag. I feel like she was like doing it on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> and because, you know, professional integrity, he just couldn't allow that to happen. He was like, this is literally so much worse. So he starts singing and of course, little Ricky goes straight to sleep. Because, I guess, dad magic or whatever. And uh, then they go to bed. So the next scene is Lucy cleaning. And Ethel comes in and they have this whole debate about where they're going to do bridge club. And they agree to do it in the Ricardo's apartment. They're all going to pitch in. So uh, Ethel's going to bring up a table and some sandwiches and some teaware or whatever. And Mm -hmm. invite the girls over. Well, Mrs. Trumbull shows up. And she's just... She's just in a... Fully in a mood. And she's like... Look, I didn't sleep hardly at all last night, and that poor baby was screaming, and by the way, I have this contract that says there are no children at any time in this apartment. And Lucy and Ethel are like, oh. (laughs) Well, shit. Yeah. So, (laughs) Mrs. Trumbull basically says either Ricardo's go, or I do, and I'm not the only tenant who feels this way. And Ethel's like, well, no, because the Ricardos are, like, my best friends, and I'm not gonna let them just go. And so Mrs. Trumbull is like, well... You haven't heard the last of this. So she leaves and Lucy was like, oh, you know, thank you for doing that because that's, you know, it really matters to us that we're, you have, we have you in our corner. And Ethel is like, well, you know what? Don't mention it. Let's never talk about this again. I hate somebody who humble brags. And then of course, immediately the next scene is her humble bragging to her husband and both Ricardo's and Lucy's like, oh my God, <laughs> because, you know, you can, you can just tell that this is. In fairness to Ethel, though, I have to say, she didn't really change the details of the story. Like, no, it was exactly the same every time, which, which was became the joke. a point. It became the joke, but, you know, a lot of times these sort of stories is that they sort of, like... Yeah, it didn't grow, like, yeah. stories sometimes by the can. By the time the last time you hear it, there's a sword fight and somebody's... <laughs> And she know. was quoting what actually happened word for word. Yeah, so she, she at least was relaying the information as it happened. So the Ricardos have a conversation because Ricky's like, you know, it's it's really great of her to do that. And Lucy's like, yeah, she's being a pain in the ass about it, though. <laughs> so then the bridge club happens, and Ethel, of course, is orating. She's telling her story to the girls. And Lucy's like, Jesus Christ, Ethel. So she starts to reenact Ethel's story <clears throat> with her, and Ethel gets her back up because she's like, oh, am I annoying you? And Lucy's like, yes. <laughs> so then, of course, they bicker, and it's the pettiest pettiness ever. Because that's what they do. That's what they do. So then <laughs> Ethel takes the girls that she invited, and her table, and her tea set, and her sandwiches. And Including one out of one of the guests' hand and mouth. <laughs> and then she is set to leave, and Lucy's like, hang on, that's my tablecloth. And I was like, straight to jail. All of you. Even Hazel Pierce. All of you. In the paddy wagon. Down to the station. Tired of all of y'all. And of course the fight wakes baby Ricky. And of course Mrs. Trumbull arrives and she's like, for real? That baby cries one more time. I'm going to call the police. Which I thought was an overreaction. But yes, please call the police. They are needed here. Rest this child. No, not even. See, at that point I wasn't even annoyed about the baby. I, I was know, like, I just think it's Arrest funny. these grown women. <laughs> 
So Ricky comes home that night and he was like, what he he said something about, man. He came in and he was being loud. Yeah. And then Lucy was like, don't wake the baby. And he was like, oh, well, it doesn't right. matter because that's the right. far side. That's right. That's, yeah. You guys, I just, just watched this episode a minute ago, but my notes are absolutely full of typos. I actually <laughs> couldn't read what my note was. <laughs> and I literally told Brianna before we started recording, I was like, I'm not even going to spell check this, fuck it. And then I'm sitting here going, probably should have spell checked this. Hey, this is why you hire an editor. It is. It is. <laughs> I pay good money for this lady right here and you guys should too. So, um, yeah, this is why. This is in action. My testimonial. <laughs> So, yeah, so he's like, eh, I mean, what are they going to do? Our landlady is our best friend. And she's like, well, actually, no, because I pissed her off again. And he was like, you got to, you got to stop doing that. So he's like, Lucy, you're going to get on that phone and you're going to apologize. And she was like, over my dead body. But then downstairs, the Mertzes are having almost identical conversation, mm-hmm. except with the added note that Fred is hungry. Which is the most important thing to Yeah, remember. so he's like, Ethel, <laughs> you're being an annoying pain in the ass. And... Lucy was not in the wrong this time, which, I mean, I agree, because that can be annoying, but also she she took it to a place that was way too petty. But anyway. They both. Yeah, it was <laughs> way too much. So he's like, you're going to march up there, and you're going to apologize, and then you're going to make dinner. <laughs> and she was like, over my dead body. But then they did anyway, because both husbands are like, what are you going to do? Are you just going to not talk to her forever? Like, what? And just to get it over with. So they literally end up pushing their wives together like they they just smack them into each other and the wives are like i'm sorry i'm sorry and then they like hug and make up for real (laughs) yeah for real because they were both dumb so then they you know they decide to go make dinner in the ricardo's kitchen and the dudes sit down and they're like oh that was the worst women am i right women (laughs) and then they're like fred's like you know i gotta say ethel was just way out of line there and Ricky was like, I don't know, I thought Lucy was being a bitch. And then he's like, well, you know what, though? Ethel was super annoying. And then Fred was like, excuse me. And I was like, God, you guys. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> you guys. So then Ricky loses his temper in Spanish, which is always funny. So they they end up down in the in the Ricardo's apartment. Sorry, the Merce's apartment. After getting into a physical altercation. Yes, yes. <laughs> To have the boys kiss and make up, of course. Mm -hmm. And they apologize for all the things that they said about each other. And then uh, as as they're leaving, little Ricky starts crying again. And when the adults leave, then we see Mrs. Trumbull creeping into the Ricardo's apartment because they left the door open. They realize that they forgot the kid. Yeah, so Lucy's (laughs) like, yay, we're a happy family. Oh shit, the baby. So she runs upstairs and they find Mrs. Trumbull in the bedroom with little Ricky. And of course she's rocked him to sleep and she's like, this angel. (laughs) And I was like, I fully, but she had this psychotic look on her face. That was just because she was tired. That's fair. Yeah. I I told Brianna, I was, I was fully expecting her to just chuck him out the window. It's, it's the true crime brain. I understand. It is. But, um, she just took one look at him and was like, like when I see a puppy. And it's funny because I remember thinking the look on little Ricky's face is exactly the look that my mom's dog gives me sometimes. And as soon as the episode ended, Brianda was like, he looked like Sammy. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, see, that's that's why he would have gone out the window. He did have exactly the same look that Sam gets because he'll look at you like, aren't I cute? 
And that's exactly how Lil Ricky was looking yeah. at Mrs. Trumbull. Like, you're not mad about me crying. You're my new best friend. You can't be mad at the I'm hideous noises that I make at full volume because I have these big puppy dog eyes and a surprisingly round head. Well, that happens They sometimes. were both kind of shaped oddly similar. <laughs> my mom's dog is half Bichon Frise, so he has a proper snowball head. And it's very funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sometimes babies and dogs have round heads. When he gets a little overgrown, his fur is like fully vertical. It's like very he might cute. as well not even have those long ears because he's just. And his eyes get covered up a little yeah. bit. It's very cute. He's got root lift that we can all envy. <laughs> Alrighty, this one aired April 20th, 1953, and was filmed March 20th, 1953. It was written by Jess Oppenheimer, Madeline Pugh, and Bob Carroll Jr., and directed by William Asher. So the night this episode was filmed, Lucille Ball received the Best Comedian Award from TV Guide. Oh, cute. Yeah, I think she was presented with the award after the filming that evening. And also, this is a very weird factoid, so I had to include it. The water commissioner in Toledo, Ohio, mm. noticed a correlation that water usage was low while I Love Lucy was on. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. So during the original airing of this particular episode, the water usage dropped 13% at the beginning of the episode and shot up 21% mm. when it ended. So, um, something like that happens during uh, sporting events. They have a... Um, they chart it in the U.S. and in Britain, in the States... At halftime during gridiron, like American football games, there's a spike in water mm-hmm. usage. And in the UK, during halftime in mm-hmm. their football soccer games, there's a spike in electricity. Yeah. And the reason why is because in the States, it's because everybody pees at halftime. Yeah. <laughs> and in the UK, at halftime, everybody turns the kettle on. Yeah. <laughs> this is very that. Yeah. <laughs> so I Love Lucy was the football, both gridiron and soccer football. Of the 50s. Yeah. And with and even though, you know, those sports existed in the 50s, so love to see it. Yeah. And Mrs. Trumbull was played by Elizabeth Patterson, who we discussed in the marriage license. She was the one who played mother. I thought Mrs. I'd seen Willoughby. her before. Yeah. <laughs> I remember you mentioned Mrs. Trumbull. Yeah. I didn't have anything to base that on at the time. Yeah. Oh, I was mostly telling the audience. Oh, because, I know. But, yeah. you know, sometimes I try to pay attention when you talk. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> Just occasionally, though. Yeah. <laughs> Keep you guessing. Yeah. So she'll become a recurring character over the course of the series. We'll see her multiple well, other times. She's probably the nanny now, so. Yeah. I mean, she is pretty much going to become his regular babysitter. And I have other things to say about that when we get to other episodes. But I love this character. She's, um,. Obviously, we get introduced to her as a little bit of a grumpy pants, but, you know, it's okay. She was tired. I keep stressing that. That's fair. <laughs> we're all different people when we're tired. Have a Snickers. Yeah. <laughs> so, little Ricky was played here by twins Richard and Ronald Lee Simmons. Not Richard Simmons, the mm-hmm. exercise guru. It's just the same name. Sometimes people get that confused, and they're like, Richard Simmons was on I Love Lucy as a kid. He, not that Richard Simmons. <laughs> But, very cute babies. Depending on your source, they were born in either June or September of 1952. I don't know why there are two (laughs) dates out there. Maybe one was born in June and the other was born in September. Yeah, you know how sometimes there's a little (laughs) 
minute between the twins there. On the, the Sims, you can have different zodiac signs for yeah. twins. Yeah. So there you go. That's what happened. They just randomly assign zodiac signs in the Sims. Yeah. So. But yeah, so um, one of them was born in June and one of them was born in September, I guess. And that's really funny to think about. <laughs> Their poor mother. Yeah. <laughs> she was not feeling great that summer. <laughs> uh, I I personally think probably September just because yeah. of the size. size of them, but you know who's to say? Because twins sometimes are differently sized than I was gonna say regular babies. Jesus Christ! Sorry if you're a twin <laughs> out there. Then single births. <laughs> if you're a twin, Brianna thinks you're a weirdo. <laughs> That's not nice. I wouldn't <laughs> say that. Anyways. <laughs> Those twins that I think are probably totally normal people will be <laughs> used for the rest of Little Ricky's season two appearances. And they filmed all the scenes with the close-ups of the baby after the audience left. Mm. And they used a doll for the long shots when the audience was there. Because they didn't want, you know, to, like, scare the baby with all right. the people and stuff. And to get, you know... The shots easier. And the baby cries and sounds and stuff were provided mm-hmm. by Jerry Hausner. Jerry I was going to say, a lot of that sounded like a grown man's Yeah. <laughs> Some it of was... it sounded real, though. Yeah, I think he does a pretty good job at it, but he also sounds like a voice actor. Yeah. But that's okay, because yeah. I love voice actors. So the women for the bridge games were played by Margie List, who we discussed in Redecorating. Peggy Ray, who we discussed in Lucy Goes to the Hospital. Kay Wiley, who we discussed in The Freezer. And first-time guest stars Vivi Janice, June Whitley-Taylor, and Charlotte Lawrence. Oh, so Hazel Pierce wasn't there. Not this time. That's unusual. Usually when there's a group of women, she's mm-hmm. one of them. Yeah, I don't know why she wasn't, but eh, who's to say? So Vivi Janice was born in 1911 to an acting family. She appeared in First You Cry with Mary Tyler Moore, mm. The Twilight Zone, the Desilu Playhouse, and she played Mary Todd Lincoln in a TV Reader's Digest miniseries about Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> and she even voiced Daisy Duck in one of the Disney Aww. shorts. So that's our second Daisy Duck voice actor who we've had as a guest star. That's cute. We do love Daisy in this house. We do. At one point, she was married to future Lucy Desi Comedy Hour guest star Bob Cummings. So that's fun. June Whitley Taylor was born in 1921, and she appeared in Rescue from Gilligan's Island, The Incredible Hulk, Wonder Woman, Dragnet, Mr. Ed, and she'll also make appearances on Here's Lucy and Life with Lucy. Hmm. And Charlotte Lawrence was born also in 1921, and was active in theater and radio before she began appearing in small TV roles. She appeared in Dragnet, Life with Elizabeth, starring Betty White, I Married Joan, which is... Unfortunately, not starring Joan Crawford. Bummer. Yeah. Can you imagine, though? <laughs> and she'll also appear on The Lucy Show. Every time you say dragnet, I keep thinking you're saying she appeared in drag. <laughs> I I'm wish. Like, yes. <laughs> so this episode is just wild. I feel like it's interesting because you can understand everyone's point of view and also everyone was kind of an asshole. Yes. Like, Mrs. Trumbull... I get why she's mad about this baby screaming all night because she's fucking tired. But also, don't call the cops on a baby. <laughs> and I don't think that's a crime. No. I mean, it is breach of contract. Yeah. But, I mean, that's it's not really... I think that, you know, at that point, the only people that the Ricardos are wronging are the Mertzes, who are 
over the moon about the baby because he's their godson. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, Lucy, you totally get why she's annoyed by Ethel going on, but again, don't do the asshole thing. Yeah. And then Ethel, don't do the asshole thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, everybody is... So, like, you understand everybody's point of view. Everybody's also an asshole. But then at the end, everything worked out. So, that's fine. Yeah. What did you think? I thought it was an incredibly frustrating episode. <laughs> but no, but in a different way than other episodes. I didn't find it narratively or, like, structurally frustrating. Mm-hmm. I was just like, there's a lot going on. <laughs> and this... It's just, just like what you said, is that you can see everybody's point of view, but you're also like, can we take a seat for, like, a minute yeah. and take a breath? <laughs> but also, no, because I'm I'm a person, my, my sensory overload is related to noise, and so, like, even in my house, where we don't have screaming babies, we do have dogs. And so when all of the adult humans are talking at the same time, and, like, too many of them are talking to me, and the dogs are doing a thing, and something else is happening... Like, I have to sit on the floor and feel like everybody shut up for, like, yeah. ten seconds. So, like, I, I understand that the the tolerance is low and the tension is high. And it's, it's my also My sensory just... overload makes me go into myself and, like, kind of wish I could do, like, a turtle or something and just, like, physically yep. crawl into a shell. Which, my God, how cool would that be if I could? Right. Mine is just like I gotta get out of here. Yeah, like just panic. <laughs> so, so I understand why why people are making the incorrect choices yeah. all the time. <laughs> but it's also like as an audience member, I'm like chill. Yeah, <laughs> everybody. I also did feel in a in a structural sense that this the pacing. I don't want to say the pacing was weird because I say that every week, but like it felt longer than other episodes. Mm-hmm. I feel like every time you're like, oh, that's the end of the episode. There's another scene. <laughs> There's more nonsense. Uh, that's not really criticism. It's just, I just felt like it, it felt meatier than other. Is that because of the noise? No, I actually don't think so. I, I think it might just be that the scenes themselves were shorter. Mm. So, um, because the opening scene was like four scenes. Yeah. Because it was like the clock and then Lucy with the baby and then Ethel and then the clock again and then Ricky. Yeah. So it was like. I feel like it was, it was a lot happening. There were a lot of scene shifts. Mm-hmm. So um, I think that's also why it felt longer. Because usually there are like three sequences. Yeah. Three or four. Sometimes five. And this one felt like it had a bunch. Because there's the <laughs> opening bit. And then there's the drama with Mrs. Trumbull. And then there was Ethel being annoying. And then there was the bridge club. And then there was the husbands. And then there were, and so it's just like, like... When you think about how many scenes it was, it's interesting that it seems to take place over the course of like... A day or two. Yeah. So. <laughs> but there are also so many costume changes. Yeah. So, because it's like, every time we see Ethel, she's wearing something different. Yeah, so, Lucy too. Yeah. So, it just, it felt like a feature length movie. <laughs> there was just so much. And then, and then there'd be all this drama between the adults, and then little Ricky would kick off, and you're like, oh, that's right, the baby. Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> she had the baby, like, you know, almost two months, or two months ago, and he hasn't been really a part of the stories because they've been doing the flashback stories. Yeah. So this is kind of the first time we, we get to, to see, yeah, their new life as a new family. And I, I do feel the need to kind of defend the baby here because he can't help that he has no. to cry because he's literally a baby and that's how they communicate yeah. everything. But it's also like, I can get why that would be 
extremely... And I mean, I feel like I don't want to spoil anything for next week, but we'll get into more about yeah. how exhausting parenting is. Ugh. But um, I feel like we don't really talk about enough sometimes that even when that's a job you very much want, it's still a very difficult job. Oh, yeah. Lucy is trying so hard and... She is just not getting enough help. I am looking at you, Ricardo, Ricardo. And <laughs> it's, it's... Really? 1953? He's not like a hands-on I dad? know. I was stunned. Yeah. Absolutely stunned that he wasn't, you know... Yo, when he walked in and he was like, it's your job to look after the baby, I was like, get out, Ricky. Yeah. Go back to the club. Yeah, I don't... Again, I don't want to spoil anything for next week, but we're probably going to be having some of this conversation again. Oh, we have this conversation all the time. True. But I, I just feel like what I was saying was within the context of the plot of the episode, I kept forgetting about Ricky because there was just so much chaos going mm-hmm. on between the adults that was yeah. like, oh God. No, I get that. And I also wasn't saying that you were like blaming the baby. I just, I, I feel the need to yeah. defend little people because a lot of times people are very harsh on the little ones. It's like... Well, she can't, he can't help that. That's literally a baby, my dude. So. Yeah. But yeah, so that was fun slash torturous slash interesting. And I actually really liked that episode. Of course so. you do. <laughs> I you love got... Mrs. Trumbull and I love babies. And and you love watching me cringe. Yeah. Yeah. So. It's but just... I liked it before you cringed about it. I know, but I know you're really looking forward to this one. Yeah. 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 So... Good times. I thought I was looking forward to it, and then it, it took a it took a big turn. Took a that happens like every week. You're like, well, I thought. Well, no, it's because you're like, it's called no kids allowed, no children allowed, and I was like, awesome. <laughs> and then it's like, wait, no, there's actually like extra children in this one. There's only one child, and he made his presence. <laughs> so, would you like some pop culture? <laughs> Always. <laughs> So, we hear both Ricardo parents singing Rockabye Baby to little Ricky, and we previously heard this song on Lucy is on Saint, and we discussed it at that time, so you can go back and listen to that episode, which is the start of this whole story arc we're on now. Indeed. South Pacific. I caught that reference. Yeah. That's a Rodgers and Hammerstein musical. That this is a Rodgers and Hammerstein household. Yes. Nothing against Gilbert and Sullivan <laughs> MGM and all the rest of them, but... yeah. We're yeah. a Rodgers and Hammerstein family. Everybody has favorites. And that show premiered in 1949. It was based on James A. Mishner's book, Tales from the South Pacific. It won 10 Tony Awards and was, at the time, the second longest running Broadway musical after Oklahoma. Ooh, also a good one. Yeah. And um, if you're wondering, South Pacific ran for 1,925 shows and Oklahoma ran for 2,000 212, which is a lot of performances. Oklahoma used to be my favorite. It's a good one. It's a good one. Yeah. And Tallulah Mertz. Yeah, I got that one too. She I'm called better that. Yeah, that's a reference to our girl Tallulah Bankhead, who we discussed in Lucy Fake's Illness, which is a very fun episode. Yes. I mean, our episode of the podcast is very silly. <laughs> yeah, so. there was so much happening in that one. Yeah. Yeah. That's the one where I got to tell the story about, guess who went down on me? (laughs) So, fun times. And then we got another Yankees reference, and you can look them up 
if you don't know them. We did kind of discuss them in Lucy's on Saint, and I also kind of avoided discussing them yeah, because I'm a Red, Red Sox, Sox person. But you can go back and listen to that episode if you want to hear me be like, I'm not going to do it. This is one of those ones where we're going to direct you to do your own homework because <laughs> she can't do it and I don't care enough. I, I, I told a little bit of the facts, so. Sports ball. Yeah, sports ball. New York sports ball. I watched the World Cup and that's about the extent of my <laughs> sports involvement. I watched some of it too, but I don't know a whole lot about the soccer. Yeah. So I was just like... Oh, we'll get the go. ball in the net. Yeah. And yeah. as long as Argentina wins. <laughs> and that's not just this year. I've been an Argentina fan since high school. So. Yeah. So it's fun to watch them finally win. Yeah. Good for them. So that's actually it on pop culture. Did you have any favorite lines? I did. Well, when I say favorite lines, I mean, they made me laugh and I was mad about them. <laughs> so actually, I only wrote down two. I thought there was another one, but I can't seem to find it. But um, the first one was after Ricky bumps into the crib and wakes up little Ricky and Lucy's yelling at him and he says, well, I apologize to him. What else do you want me to do? <laughs> I knew you were going to write that one. I was like, straight to jail. <laughs> what the fuck? That, that is the most my dad thing yeah. I've heard in that's... since the last time my dad said something like that. That's why I knew you would go for that. <laughs> right. <laughs> So, I apologize. It's just like, oh, good, that fixes it. Yeah. He stopped screaming. So, and then the other one was uh, when Mrs. Trumbull's yelling about the contract, and she's like, how do you think this happened, or whatever. And um, Lucy said, well, he can't read. Yeah. <laughs> Which was also like, girl, that doesn't help, but no. it is very funny. I love that they giggled about that for a while, and then they were like, oh, she's not biting. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Well, I thought it was funny. Yeah. <laughs> So, I liked when um, they heard Mrs. Trumbull banging on the floor, and Ethel was like, oh, she must be hanging pictures. And Lucy Lucy was like, on the floor? Yeah. And then later, when they were having the conversation with Mrs. Trumbull, and she's upset about them having the baby, and she... Ethel was like, they didn't have a baby until 10 years later. And Mrs. Trumbull's like, I'd expect them to do something underhanded like that. Yep. You laughed so loud at that when I knew you were going to write it down. And I had seen it before. <laughs> you actually wrote it down before you got yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> I still thought it was funny. <laughs> but that's all I have, too. So, did you have any other final thoughts or illuminating messages? No, I thought this was cute. I thought it was funny. Had some good lines. Too much yeah. screaming. Yeah. From <laughs> everyone. Humans and babies. Uh, sorry. <laughs> Adults. <laughs> Adults and baby. <laughs> I will not be editing that out. For well, why the would record. you? <laughs> Although it would be funny on the blooper reel. It would, but I think it'll do no. Whatever, I stand by episode. it. I think babies are humans. They are. They are humans. They are proto humans. Yeah, I I like undercooked them. humans. And when I have mine, I'm not asking my friend here to babysit. We've had this discussion yeah. many times, and I'm like... She's still really worried that I'm going to go back on that, but I have a lot of reasons you know why I'm not going to. Things happen. <laughs> Things happen. Sometimes you have to make decisions you don't like. Like having to call me in a pinch and being like, look, I know we swore over and over and over for years that I would never call you, but I'm in an emergency and I need you to come over. Yeah. And I'd have to be like... <laughs> 
See, don't put it in the crate. Don't put it in the crate. <laughs> I know how to do dogs, and I already resent that. Yeah. <laughs> no, I probably would, like, find other options. Hopefully... Your neighbor, Abuelita. Yeah. Oh, my God. She'd be the best babysitter. <laughs> she already loves, like, literally every child yeah. ever. Honestly, and... she's much more qualified. Yeah. Also, her name is Abuelita. Well, she has a name. Yeah. But... She's an Abuelita. Yeah. Yeah. But... That being said, <laughs> all of that out of the way, um, please join us next week when we'll be discussing Lucy hires a maid. Oh, lucky. And spoiler alert, she does. Good. Yeah. Good. I, I didn't have any other way to tease this one. You know, sometimes these little clever lines that I try to come up with, they are You know difficult. what, honestly, though... Because sometimes it's right there in the title. You know, you know. Sometimes I phone in the captions on Instagram. Yeah. When my when I'm brain tired and you're like, okay, so these are the ones we need to post this week, and I'm like, hey, it's an episode. I like. Don't listen that. to it. I try to have like a little <laughs> pun or reference to the episode, but sometimes I'm just like, it's eight thirty, y'all. Just like it's it's coming tonight. Just watch it. But I love that literally every week she's like, oh god, that's right. It's <laughs> yeah. Very funny to me because I don't have that privilege because I have to edit it and I lie awake the night before being like oh god <laughs> so <laughs> I love doing this podcast though just editing is balls and I if any of like you have a podcast you know <laughs> sometimes Wednesday night sneaks up faster than I expect it to yeah that's and it's thing. just like oh it's Wednesday yeah <laughs> Whoa, it is isn't it <laughs> speaking of my dog brother that's applause I think that's a fun note we, to end on. We wrapped this up several minutes ago, and then we kept going anyways, and then and the universe is like, like no, not- no, no, you're done. So, bye, friends. Bye. Subscribe to us on your favorite podcatcher to make sure you never miss an episode. And follow us on Instagram at My Favorite Redhead, on Tumblr and Facebook at My Favorite Redhead Podcast. Tweet us at MyFaveRedhead or drop us a line at MyFaveRedheadPodcast at gmail.com. And if you love Lucy and you enjoy our show, give us a good rating and review. 